Recording live from San Francisco, California. This is Go Filipino. Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. Happy belated Independence Day. Maligayang araw ng kasarinlan, Pilipinas. While the Philippines went through three colonial powers, namely Spain, the United States, and Japan, it is only our independence from Spain that is officially celebrated, which happened on June 12, 1898. The path to independence was not smooth. After the Declaration of Independence was read on that fateful day at the town of Kawit in Cavite province, Many countries around the world did not recognize our sovereignty, including Spain, the, and the United States. Apparently, these two countries were negotiating a deal after the Spanish-American War, which resulted to Spain handing over to the United States its remaining territories through the Treaty of Paris. The accord marked the end of the Spanish Empire and the beginning of the United States as a world superpower. The Philippines' revolutionary government did not recognize the treaty. The two sides fought, which resulted to the Philippine-American War, a moment in United States history that is usually glossed over in their own history books, perhaps because their historians did not want to make it appear that the Americans were the villains in this story. The American government granted independence to the Philippines on July 4, 1946, a few years after Imperial Japan invaded and wrecked the country during World War II. The Philippines celebrated their Independence Day on the 4th of July up until 1962, when then-President Diosdado Macapagal declared that the observance of this holiday should be on the 12th of June instead. Since then, Filipinos all over the world celebrate the date of independence that our founding fathers chose, not the date of independence that the colonizers gave to us. On this lesson, we will learn about the verbal aspects of in, object-focused verbs. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving 5-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. If your podcast listening platform does not feature reviews like Spotify, head on over to podchaser.com, that's P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com. Search for Go Filipino and please post a 5-star review. The more 5-star reviews, the more often this podcast is recommended to prospective listeners. Here is a 5-star review posted on Podchaser by Kelvin Kutz. I have found this podcast very helpful for learning Tagalog. I really appreciate that Chris is very thorough when explaining elements of Tagalog grammar. Thank you so much, Chris, and keep up the great work. Walang naman. Here is another 5-star review, also on Podchaser, by PDPete000. Great job with this podcast. I still have a long way to go, but you definitely help a lot. Best wishes. Maraming salamat. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also leave me a tip through PayPal at Andres Chris. That's A N D R E S K 
R I S. Also, check out my merchandise on TeePublic. That's T E E Public dot com slash user slash Go Filipino Pod. All right, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will learn about the verbal aspects of in object focus verbs after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Now that we have covered the verbal aspects of actor focus verbs, we now move on to the verbal aspects of object focus verbs. In this episode, we will discuss how the in object focus verbs change their form depending on whether the action happened, is currently happening, or is anticipated to happen. It shares a similar pattern to um, verbal aspects, which we have learned in lesson 42. But for this lesson, I will try to explain it differently, which I hope would be easier for you, dear listeners. Let's start with its base form, or what we call the infinitive aspect, which is achieved by adding the in suffix after the root word. For example, Ayusin mo ang sira ng ref. Ayusin mo ang sira ng ref. Ayusin mo ang sira ng ref. It means, repair the damage of the refrigerator. The focus is on the damage, not on the actor who is tasked to fix the fridge. Word for word it's, Ayusin mo ang Sira nang ref ayusin mo ang sira nang ref ayusin mo ang sira nang ref The first word is ayusin Ayusin. Ayusin. Ayusin is spelled as A Y U S I N. It is a command to fix or repair something. Ayusin comes from the root word ayos. Ayos, which is spelled as A Y O S. It means an arrangement. And then we turn the O into U before adding the IN suffix to become an object-focused verb on the infinitive aspect. The next word is MO. 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 MO is spelled as M-O. It means U in non-focused form. Although you are about to act on the verb, you are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces what needs to be fixed, which happens to be the main topic of the sentence. And that is sira. 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 
Sira is spelled as S-I-R-A. Note the glottal stop at the end. It means a damage or a defect. While Sira serves as a direct object, it is the focus of the sentence. It is followed by Nang. 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 Nang is spelled as NG. In this context, Nang is a possessive marker that introduces the object that has the damage that needs to be fixed. And that object is Ref. 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 Ref is spelled as R E F. It is short for refrigerator. Another Tagalog word for refrigerator is Prigider. Prigider. Prigider, which is spelled as P R I D Y I D E R. This variant is borrowed from Frigidaire, a brand name of appliances. Another example, Bilhin mo ang alahas. Bilhin mo ang alahas. Bilhin mo ang alahas. It means buy the jewelry. The focus is on the jewelry, not on the actor who is tasked to buy it. Word for word, it's Bilhin. Mo ang alahas. Bilhin mo ang alahas. Bilhin mo ang alahas. The first word is bilhin. 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 Bilhin is spelled as B. I. L. H. I. N. It is a command to buy something. Bilhin comes from the root word bili. Bili. Bili, which is spelled as B. I. L. I. It means a purchase. Since the root word ends in a vowel that does not have a glottal stop, we add an H before the in suffix to become an object-focused verb on the infinitive aspect. The next word is mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focused form. Although you are about to act on the verb, you are not the focus of the sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that needs to be bought, which also happens to be the main topic of the sentence. And that object is alahas. 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 Alahas is spelled as A-L-A-H-A-S. It means jewelry. While alahas serves as the direct object, it is the focus of the sentence. Alahas comes from the Spanish word alahas, which is spelled as A 
L H A J A S Another example Hatiin mo ito sa dalawa Hatiin mo ito sa dalawa Hatiin mo ito sa dalawa It means divide this by 2 The focus is on this object whatever it may be Word for word it's Hatiin mo ito sa dalawa Hatiin mo ito sa dalawa Hatiin mo ito sa dalawa The first word is Hatiin 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 is spelled as H-A-T-I-I-N. It is a command to divide something. Hatiin comes from the root word hati. 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 Which means a divide or a split. Since the root word ends in a vowel that comes with a glottal stop, we simply add the in suffix to become an object-focused verb on the infinitive aspect. The next word is mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focused form. Although you are about to act on the verb, you are not the main topic of the sentence. The next word is ito. 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 Ito is spelled as I-T-O. It means this or it in focus form. While this thing serves as the direct object, it is the main topic of the sentence. After that, we have sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. It is a direction marker which introduces the instruction of the division process. And that is, dalawa, dalawa, dalawa. Dalawa is spelled as D-A-L-A-W-A. It means two, the number that is needed to divide the object in focus. We will get to know how to create the completed aspect of in object-focused verbs after this break. We're back at Go Filipino to create an in completed aspect verb, which means the action already happened and was accomplished. We take the root word and then add the in right between the first consonant and the first vowel. In the case of root words that begin with a vowel, the in becomes a prefix. For example, Inayos ni Henry ang upuan. Inayos ni Henry ang upuan. Inayos ni Henry ang upuan. It means Henry fixed the chair. The focus is on the chair, not on Henry. Word for word, it's inayos ni 
Henry Ang Upuan Inayos Ni Henry Ang Upuan Inayos Ni Henry Ang Upuan The first word is Inayos 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 is spelled as I-N-A-Y-O-S. It means fixed or repaired something. The action has already happened. We have the root word ayos, and since it begins with a vowel, we add the in prefix to become an object-focused verb on the completed aspect. The next word is Ni, 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 ni is spelled as N-I. It is the non-focus actor name marker, which introduces the name of the person who acted on the verb but is not the main topic of the sentence. That person happens to be Henry. Up next we have Ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that Henry fixed, which happens to be the main topic of the sentence. That object is upuan. 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 Upuan is spelled as U-P-U-A-N. It means a chair, the direct object in focus. Another example. Binili ko ang mga laruan. Binili ko ang mga laruan. Binili ko ang mga laruan. It means I bought the toys or I purchased the toys. The focus is on the toys, not on me who bought them. Word for word it's binili ko Ang mga laruan binili ko ang mga laruan binili ko ang mga laruan The first word is binili 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 is spelled as B-I-N-I-L-I. It means bought or purchased something. The action has already happened. We take the root word bili and then we insert the in between the first consonant which is B and the first vowel which is I to become an object-focused verb on the completed aspect. The next word is ko. 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 Ko is spelled as K-O. In this context, ko means I in non-focused form. I acted on the verb, but I am not the main topic of the sentence. The next word is ang which is spelled as A-N-G. 
It is the focus marker that introduces the object that I purchased and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. But before that, we have mga, mga, mga. Mga is spelled as M-G-A. It is the plural indicator that turns the next word into more than one entity. And that word is laruan. 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 Laruan is spelled as L-A-R-U-A-N. It means a toy, but with mga, it means toys, the direct objects that are the focuses of the sentence. Another example, hinati niyang pizza. Hinati niyang pizza. Hinati niyang pizza. It means the person divided the pizza. The focus is on the pizza, not on the person who divided it. Word for word, it's hinati nya ang pizza. Hinati nya ang pizza. Hinati nya ang pizza. The first word is hinati. 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 Hinati is spelled as H-I-N-A-T-I. Note the glottal stop at the end. It means divided or split something. The action has already happened. We have the root word hati. And then we insert the in between the first consonant and the first vowel to become an object-focused verb on the completed aspect. The next word is nya. 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 Nya is spelled as N-I-Y-A. It means he or she or this or that person in non-focus form. This person acted on the verb, but they are not the main topic of the sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that this person divided and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. And that object is pizza. 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 Pizza is spelled as P-I-Z-Z-A. It is the Tagalog pronunciation for pizza, which is the direct object in focus. Some Tagalog speakers pronounce pizza as picha, picha, picha. We will learn about the progressive aspect of in, object focus verbs, after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. To create an in, progressive aspect verb, which means the action is currently happening as we speak, 
we take the completed aspect and then add the first syllable of the root word after the first syllable that begins with the letter N. For example, Inaayos na ang bubong. Inaayos na ang bubong. Inaayos na ang bubong. It means the roof is now being fixed. The focus is on the roof, not on the person fixing it. Word for word it's Inaayos na ang bubong. Inaayos na ang bubong. Inaayos na ang bubong. The first word is inaayos. 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 Inaayos is spelled as I-N-A-A-Y-O-S. It means currently fixing something. The action is happening as we speak. We take the completed aspect of ayusin, which is inayos. And then we add the first syllable of the root word, which in this case is a. Right after the first syllable that begins with the letter N, which is na. To become an object focus verb on the progressive aspect. The next word is na. 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 Na is spelled as N-A. In this context, if the na particle is placed after the verb, it means now or already. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that the person is currently fixing and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. And that object is bubong. 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 Bubong is spelled as B-U-B-O-N-G. It means a roof, which is the direct object in focus. Another example. Laging binibili ni Christine ang sariwang isda. Laging binibili ni Christine ang sariwang isda. Laging binibili ni Christine ang sariwang isda. It means Christine always buys fresh fish. The focus is on the fresh fish, not on Christine who is habitually buying it. Word for word it's Laging Binibili Ni Christine Ang Sariwang Isda Laging Binibili Ni Christine Ang Sariwang Isda Laging Binibili Ni Christine Ang Sariwang Isda The first word is Laging 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 is spelled as L A G I N G It consists of lagi 
lagi, which means always, plus the NG linker to introduce what action is always being done. And that action is binibili. 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 Binibili is spelled as B I N I B I L I. In this context, it means habitually buying. We take the completed aspect of bilhin, which is binili, and then we add the first syllable of the root word, which in this case is b. Right after the first syllable that begins with the letter N, which is ni, to become an object focus verb on the progressive aspect. The next word is ni, which is spelled as N I. It is the non focus actor name marker, which introduces the person who acted on the verb but is not the main topic of the sentence. That person happens to be Christine. Up next, we have ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that Christine habitually buys and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. But first, we have an adjective. Sariwang. 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 Sariwang is spelled as S. A R I W A N G. It consists of sariwa, which is an adjective root word meaning fresh, plus the ng linker to introduce what object is fresh. And that object is is that is that is that is that is spelled as I. S D A. Note the glottal stop at the end. It means fish. Sariwang is that means fresh fish. The direct object in focus. Another example. Hinahati na ang cake. Hinahati na ang cake. Hinahati na ang cake. It means. The cake is being divided already. The focus is on the cake, not on whoever is dividing it. Word for word, it's hinahati, na, ang, cake, hinahati, na, ang, cake, hinahati, na, ang, cake. The first word is hinahati. 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 Hinahati is spelled as H-I-N-A-H-A-T-I. Note the glottal stop at the end. It means currently dividing. The action is happening as we speak. We take the completed aspect of hatiin, which is hinati, and then we add the first syllable of the root word, which is ha. Right after the first syllable 
that begins with the letter N, which is na, to become an object-focused verb on the progressive aspect. The next word is na, which is spelled as N-A. Again, if the na particle is placed after the verb, it means now or already. Up next, we have ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that the unmentioned actor is currently dividing and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. And that object is cake. 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 Cake is spelled as C-A-K-E. It is the direct object in focus. Cake can also be spelled as K-E-Y-K. We will learn about the contemplative aspect of in, object-focused verbs, after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. To create an in, contemplative aspect verb, which means the action is being considered or anticipated. We take the infinitive aspect and simply add the first syllable of the root word at the beginning. For example, Aayusin ko ang kotse bukas. Aayusin ko ang kotse bukas. Aayusin ko ang kotse bukas. It means, I will fix the car tomorrow. The focus is on the car. Not on me who is going to fix it. Word for word it's aayusin. Ko. Ang. Koche. Bukas. Aayusin. Ko. Ang. Koche. Bukas. Aayusin. Ko. Ang. Koche. Bukas. The first word is aayusin. 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 Aayusin is spelled as a a y u s i n. It means will fix. The action is being anticipated. We take the in infinitive aspect of ayus, which is ayusin. And then, we add the first syllable of the root word, which is a, right at the beginning to become an object-focused verb on the contemplative aspect. The next word is ko, which is spelled as k-o. It means I in non-focus form. While I am about to fix the car, I am not the main topic of the sentence. The next word is ang, which is spelled as a ng. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that I will fix and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. And that object is coche. 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 Coche is spelled as K-O-T-S-E. It means car, the direct object in focus. And finally, we have bukas, 
Bukas. Bukas. Bukas is spelled as B-U-K-A-S. It means tomorrow, the period of time when I will fix the car. Another example, Bibilhin nilang bahay sa Cebu. Bibilhin nilang bahay sa Cebu. Bibilhin nilang bahay sa Cebu. It means they will buy the house in Cebu. The focus is on a specific house in Cebu, not on the people who will buy it. Word for word it's Bibilhin nila ang bahay sa Cebu. Bibilhin nila ang bahay sa Cebu. Bibilhin nila ang bahay sa Cebu. The first word is bibilhin. 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 Bibilhin is spelled as B I B I L H I N. It means will purchase or will buy. The action is anticipated to happen. We take the in infinitive aspect of bili, which is bilhin, and then we add the first syllable of the root word, which in this case is b, right at the beginning, to become an object focus verb on the contemplative aspect. The next word is nila. 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 Nila is spelled as N-I-L-A. It means they in non-focus form. They will act on the verb, but they are not the main topic of the sentence. Up next, we have ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that they will buy and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. And that object is bahay. 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 Bahay is spelled as B-A-H-A-Y. It means house, the direct object in focus. After that, we have sa, which is spelled as S-A. In this context, sa is the location marker that introduces where the house is located. And it is at Cebu. 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 Cebu is spelled as capital C-E-B-U. It refers to either the province of Cebu or its capital, Cebu City, which is located in central Philippines. Our last example. Hahatiin ang mana ng pantay-pantay. Hahatiin ang mana ng pantay-pantay. Hahatiin ang mana ng pantay-pantay. 
it means the inheritance will be divided equally. The focus is on the inheritance, not on whoever is about to divide it equally. Word for word it's hahatiin, ang, mana, nang, pantay-pantay, hahatiin, ang, mana, nang, pantay-pantay, hahatiin, ang, mana, nang, pantay-pantay. The first word is hahatiin. 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 Hahatiin is spelled as H A H A T I I N. It means will divide or will split. The action is anticipated to happen. We take the in infinitive aspect of hati, which is hatiin. And then we add the first syllable of the root word, which in this case is ha, right at the beginning, to become an object focus verb on the contemplative aspect. The next word is ang, which is spelled as a n g. It is the focus marker that introduces the object that the unmentioned actor will divide and happens to be the main topic of the sentence. The next word is mana. 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 Mana is spelled as M-A-N-A. It means inheritance, which is the direct object in focus. After that, we have nang, 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 nang is spelled as N-A-N-G. To avoid confusion with nang, which is spelled as N-G, we will refer to N-A-N-G as the long nang, which in this context is the adverb particle that introduces the adverb of the sentence. And that is, pantay-pantay. 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 Pantay-pantay is spelled as P-A-N-T-A-Y hyphen P-A-N-T a y it means equally among one another the manner in which the inheritance will be divided we will be right back after this break hey guys one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my patreon make a pledge for five dollars a month and you get early access to newly published lessons along with loads of exclusive content and a bonus presentation at the end of each month Also, if you pledge for 3 straight months, you will receive a 4-inch by 6-inch print featuring a text-based artwork that I created. My heartfelt appreciation to our current $5 patrons as of this recording. Ollie Crouch Doug Burden Trisha Oliver Caroline Jane Walsh 
Christine Maranan Brian with an I Craig Putz Isaac Buwan Paulo de Armas Luke V Christian de Malanta Kelvin Gladys Trinidad Elaine Brian with a Y Jay Springy Austin Oscar Melinda O'Connor LJ Ordway Alex Daniel Alexander Ong Ninya Lech Kirsty Steph Roger Shaktel Natasha Esguera Teresa Salud Cherian Reclusado Bruno Leeds John Bailey Laurel Haynes Henry Go, Cassandra McGee Joel Cyphers Teria Langeland Chris with a CH and Shane Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. Please update your shipping address so you would receive the exclusive prints on time. Again, please support this podcast through my Patreon. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash gofilipinopod so you too can enjoy exclusive perks. And now, back to our lesson. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. The in-object-focused verbs has its own system of verbal aspects. For infinitive verbs, the in suffix is added to the root word. For completed verbs, the in suffix becomes an infix between the first consonant and the first vowel of the root word. If the root word begins with a vowel, the in suffix becomes a prefix. For progressive verbs, we take the completed aspect and then we add the first syllable of the root word right after the first syllable that begins with N. And for contemplative verbs, we take the infinitive aspect and then we add the first syllable of the root word right at the beginning. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb. Ang pag-aasawa ay hindi tulad ng kaning iluluwa kapag napaso. Ang pag-aasawa ay hindi tulad ng kaning iluluwa kapag napaso. Ang pag-aasawa ay hindi tulad ng kaning iluluwa kapag napaso. It means Marriage is not like rice that you spit out if you get scalded. Filipinos, especially those living in the Philippines, view marriage as a permanent decision and that spouses should not separate for petty reasons. Word for word it's Ang Pag-aasawa Ay Hindi Tulad Nang Kaning Iluluwa kapag napaso ang pag-aasawa ay hindi tulad ng kaning iluluwa kapag napaso ang pag-aasawa ay hindi tulad 
nang, kaning, iluluwa, kapag, napaso. Again, ang pag-aasawa ay hindi tulad ng kaning iluluwa kapag napaso. Until next time, paalam! Bye-bye! This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.